0: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. It is the 5 o'clock hour. My number 877 Bob Live 877 877- Two six two fifty four eighty three. Well, we're going to spend very, very little time on this because I spent quite a bit of time in the last hour on it. I'm going to move on to things that are far more important. I mean that. But if you have not heard, history was made today. The Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, has been voted out of office primarily by those in his own party. Never happened before. Uh, Speakers have left office. They've resigned for different reasons. Uh, A couple, I think, have died while in office. But I believe I'm correct. This is the first time in American history that a Speaker of the House has been ousted from his office. Uh, Moral issues? no legal issues no uh disagreements within his own party and i'm just i'm just going to leave it there you know who knows maybe we will get a speaker of the house that's much much better than kevin mccarthy i hope so i don't know we will see but it is now official uh right now as we speak the united states house of representatives does not have a speaker of the house A speaker pro-tim will be appointed. How that happens, I don't know. When that will happen, I don't know. Uh, And there's a lot of controversy right now, whether they were convened tonight and begin voting on a new speaker, or whether it's going to be delayed until tomorrow or the next day. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, bottom line, Kevin McCarthy is no longer Speaker of the House, we will see where that goes. All right, that's it. I'm done with that. Something far more important. If you listen to the beginning of my program at 3.30 every day, it's pre-recorded. Uh, I recorded it a long time ago. And it basically says the future of America is not determined by what's happening in the White House or Washington, D.C. And I mean that. This is a big deal. Speaker of the House has been ousted, history made. Okay, it's it's a big deal. But that is not the greatest issue facing America. The future of America is not determined by what happens in the next election, what happens in the White House, the House of Representatives, the Senate, or even the Supreme Court. It's the pulpits and pews of America because our greatest problem, and our greatest need is spiritual. It really is. So I'm far more concerned about what's happening theologically, doctrinally, in our churches around the country. What is the spiritual temperature of our churches? What is the state of the gospel? What is the attitude towards the Word of God? What is the attitude towards Jesus Christ? That, I think, is far more important. That's why uh, I have spent a considerable amount of time dealing with Andy Stanley. Now, this has very little to do with it, but of course, he is the son of the late Charles Stanley. Uh, Andy Stanley is one of the most influential pastors in America. He has conferences that draw thousands of pastors and ministers from across the country. He is extremely influential influential in the evangelical church. It has been my opinion for quite some time that he has been drifting to the left for a long time. He's made outrageous statements like, we need to unhitch from the Old Testament. What? We need to unhitch from the Old Testament? The Old Testament is just as inspired as the New Testament. Now, I realize that the promises of the Old Testament have been fulfilled. We are no longer under the law. I get that. I understand that. I really do. But no, we cannot unhitch from the Old Testament. He has questioned the literalness of the flood, a worldwide flood. He's not sure that he really believes it, and maybe he does, but whatever. He doesn't think that's really that important. He has questioned the literal nature of the seven days of creation, Uh, maybe it happened that way, maybe not, maybe it's just an allegory that God gave us to teach some things. He has questioned the literal aspect of, of a lot of the stories of Scripture. He has been questioning the authority of the Bible for a long, long time. Well, he's in the news again because he just hosted a huge conference This past weekend, primarily for the parents and caregivers for the LGBTQIA plus community. Okay, there are a lot of parents who are dealing with homosexual children, lesbian children, transgender children, and so forth. And to have a conference to help people deal with that, okay, that's fine. But some of the speakers at the conference embrace same-sex marriage. Some of them condone homosexuality as a lifestyle. And so, once again, Andy Stanley is in the middle of a lot of controversy. So much so that they decided not to live stream their services this past Sunday. They live stream their services every Sunday, and probably hundreds of thousands of people watch. Well, they decided not to live stream it. They were going to have a private family time. He wanted to talk to his congregation without the streaming audio to explain where they stand on marriage and so forth. He tried to clarify But when you are leaning to the left and you're trying to please everybody, well, you know what the result is. You don't please anybody. So he wanted to go on record that his church there in the Atlanta area still believes that marriage is for one man and one woman. He wanted to make that clear. We still believe that that is the ideal. But then there were the buts. We really believe that, but. We believe the Bible still teaches that, but. We have to be loving and accepting of everyone. We can't condemn anybody. We can't judge anybody. Uh, same-sex couples get together because, of uh, like anybody else, they really, truly love each other. That's not our decision, he said, and this is almost a direct quote. That's not our decision. That's their decision, and we have to respect their decision. So he says, we still believe that marriage is between a man and a woman, but we have to accept everybody. And then he started talking about circles. Yeah. I've got to take a break. We'll pick it up there when we come back. Yeah, he goes off on this thing about circles. Stay tuned. Really important stuff, because Andy Stanley is not the only one that is um, espousing this, well, I believe is harassing. We'll be back.
0: Talk radio that makes a difference, makes a difference. This is Bob Burney Live.
1: um We were talking earlier about uh, how politics work and the necessity for compromise. In politics, you don't get anything done without compromise. It's completely different from the area of theology. Now, the difference is politics is man-made. Theology is God-made. Real theology emanates from God's Word. So, in other words, it is God who invented theology. We don't mess with what God has said, what God has done, what God has proclaimed. We do not have the right to say, well, God said that, but. That's exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. Don't have time to go into that. I've done that many times. But the whole temptation in the Garden was, you really think God said that? Did he really mean that? Yeah, right. Okay. Andy Stanley is at the center of controversy again. He hosted a big conference this past weekend uh, for those who love, care for, and nurture those in the LGBTQIA community. And we need to love people in that community, but we don't condone their lifestyle. That is not love. We understand. We pray. We have compassion. Yes. Anyway, uh, Sunday, Andy Stanley had a family talk with his congregation. They didn't post it on social media to deal with this controversy because many, 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 many people said Andy Stanley is compromising on the issue of gender, sexuality, and so forth. Well, in his message, Andy Stanley said, there is a version of Christianity that draws lines, but Jesus drew circles. Listen carefully, and let me repeat this. Andy Stanley says, there is a version of Christianity that draws lines, but Jesus drew circles. He drew circles so large And he included so many people in his circle that it constantly made religious leaders nervous. And his circle was big enough to include sinners like me, and I come from a long line of sinners like me. And then he went on. We decided—he's talking about his church—we decided 28 years ago we draw circles— We don't draw lines. We draw big circles. And that's his contention. By accepting and welcoming the gay lifestyle, same-sex marriage, while saying, we don't agree with you, but you're welcome here. We don't agree with you, but if you want to be in a leadership position in our church, even though we don't agree with you, we love you, and you have something to contribute to us, We draw big circles. And you're welcome in our circle because that's the way Jesus was. Well, Jesus did draw big circles. Remember he said, come unto me, all you that are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. That's a big circle. Jesus invited people to follow him. He drew big circles, but he also drew some lines. Let me give you some lines that Jesus drew. Andy Stanley says Jesus didn't draw lines. He only drew circles that included people. Matthew seven twenty one to 23. Jesus said, "'Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven.'" He that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have not we prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Hmm, wow, what a line. Matthew chapter 8, verses 11 and 12. Jesus and I said unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, but the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. Matthew thirteen forty-one to 43. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels. They shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire, there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth, then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father, who hath ears to hear, let him hear. <clears throat> Pretty definitive line. Matthew sixteen twenty four and 25, then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it matthew 10:38 he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me what does it mean to take up his cross crosses had one purpose dying every person who is crucified died he that takes not his cross, dies, surrenders, completely, totally, fully, and follows after me is not worthy of me. Luke chapter 14, if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Wow. That's not exactly a circle. That's a line. Uh, and then I'm, I'm running on it. Well, uh, Luke, chapter 13, uh, verses 1 through 5. There were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Jesus answering said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans because they suffered such things. I tell you, nay, but except You repent, you shall all likewise perish. Jesus didn't say, hey, your sin is okay with me. Matthew 12, verse 30, he that is not with me is against me. He that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Uh, Matthew 25 When the Son of man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him then he shall sit upon the throne of his glory and before him shall be gathered all nations he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats he shall set the sheep on his right hand the goats on the left then shall the king say unto them on his right hand come ye blessed of my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world Matthew 25 41, then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire. Yeah, Jesus drew circles, he also drew some pretty strong lines.